Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Happy 30th to you. Happy 30th to you. Happy 30th to Sophie. Happy 30th to you. Yay! Thank you. I mean, love how many times you had to say 30th. I mean, just in case I'm going senile already and I don't realise how old I am. <laughs> but yes, it is It is true. It's not lying. I, My little innocent space does look 30 or... I am 30, it doesn't mean it looks 30. <laughs> but yeah. So this will actually be aired on your actual birthday. You know, keeping up with the tradition of birthday specials and going away at the weekend. And hopefully I haven't had a midlife crisis of thinking, oh my God, I'm 30. And in 30 years I'll be 60. <laughs> and what have I, you know, because some people do when they're 30, don't they? They have a bit of a, what, what have I done with my life? Isn't that more 40? I don't know. I feel like... Or is it just getting sooner and sooner yeah. just because... How I think it is. Go? Yeah. I'm so. quite happy with where I'm at for 30. Yep. I'd say I'm similar. Yeah. So I think we're at even a better place when, obviously, when you were 30, we didn't have the house and stuff like that. So I feel like for, for, for me, it's like that's like a big accomplishment. So I'd say, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing too bad. Would be well, amazing. I'm glad to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing though if we could get paid just to do podcasts all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that'd talk. be the dream. <laughs> that would be the dream. Yeah. But you know, we're getting there. At least we're at least we're participating into the universe. And so, with it being a birthday special, you got to pick <laughs> the films <laughs> that, that we're talking about. <laughs> got some good ones and some, some bad. Mm, oh yeah. well, what you you didn't think were bad, or one in particular, <laughs> which we, we, we were going to start. But this isn't my fault. <laughs> uh, this is the what, reason why I don't like picking films that neither one of us have seen. And I feel like we've been getting to this point lately with films that neither of us have seen. They've been a bit of duds. And yet again, this is a dud one. But no fault of my own. <sighs> Paul, it's my birthday. What? You have to be nice. <laughs> well, no, because I when I came down with what we were deb debating on, like, okay, right. There's probably there's a few Hitchcock films I haven't seen either, and I'm thinking you you quite enjoyed some of the ones we'd seen. Mm -hmm. And I love an old film, um, black and yeah, white, yeah. of that of that era anyway. Yeah. And I in my in my head came down with the idea to say right we'll watch To Catch a Thief, which had Grace Kelly in from if you remember from Rear Window. Yeah. So I'm thinking oh yeah so Sophie will probably really like that because she's in it and it's a Hitchcock film. And then you saw on the back, oh, there's a film with James Stewart in called The Man Who Knew Too Much. I said, okay, I haven't seen that either, so we'll 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 go with that one. And there was Doris Day. Day. So like, yeah. you so know, I'm thinking that's it's probably a winning combination, and it's yeah. a Hitchcock film. Hitchcock, yeah, exactly. And James Stewart, yes, okay, I am biased. 
literally normally everything that he is in, I have really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So I was going with that knowledge of really anything he's in, I like. Well, we found something I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Misha, I found uh, a Hitchcock film I didn't really like either. Which I was really disappointed because it's like, oh, it's my fault because I was like, (laughs) I picked it. But on the basis of what it was... On paper, it sounded like almost a winning combination. Yeah. But in in practice, it was just a bit of a slog. Two hours. Where, yeah, (laughs) where it didn't really much grab you. It wasn't that suspenseful. I even at one point was like, this is not birthday special worthy. I want to cut this and I want to pick something else. And you were like, no, we have to review this film. And I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want to do this on my birthday. That's making it sound really... You were like, no, we've got to review it. Because I feel like you had points that you wanted to discuss and say. And you feel like this was... Sometimes it's good if we don't like a film. Yeah, because like I say, sometimes you got more... Sometimes more talk about and that more interesting because it's like you you're voicing like what you didn't like, mm. and there's usually a lot more to work around with with that generally because it's almost like venting in a sense. Yeah, on it, which <laughs> God don't you know I love yeah. to do. <laughs> so we start off on a coach slash bus. Oh, well, hang on. Before all that, we've got a dramatic like orchestral. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Thing. Thing, which uh, from that I was like, huh, okay, don't normally have this going on in terms of a thing. But <laughs> I didn't even it, remember it. <laughs> it kind of makes sense for later down in the film. Does it? It does. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you remember the whole reason there was uh... the church? No, no, not even that. <laughs> when they're at a concert at the Albert Hall. Oh, oh yeah. So oh. okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. some. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, so we're past the opening credits, <laughs> where it said though the symbols that shocked the, not shocked the uh, world, but they said shocked somewhere. Uh, I can't remember from where it said. Very well done, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd literally. And then it goes to the coach. Mm. I didn't mm. even value that mm. piece. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. It didn't even add value to me. No, nothing. Yeah. And I just was like, right, okay, now the film started. James yeah, yeah. Stewart's on the screen, <laughs> <laughs> and. Where were we? Where were we? Lo- Mexico? French, Morocco. We were going to Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Yeah. So, a bit weird for me with this, because, not meaning this in a, in a bad way, but those era of films were more normally done set either in America or they weren't going on, like, location as as such far out into somewhere that... I wouldn't say that was true as such, because... They've got you know, that like, other ju- one. Like, like a lot of James Bond films in the 60s and... It just seemed work. a bit... They're kind of like on location to... Not as cultured to be going and travelling, I guess, back then. Like, they didn't really realise, like, the, the son by accident pulls off that lady's veil and then there's an uproar on the bus because of it and it's just seems a little bit strange. And when we're going in and out of the markets, it's like there's a backdrop. Oh, you mean so rear, rear projection type yeah. of... Thing. So there's obviously a screen like they've kind of just got some footage from maybe another film or, or something from the studio and go, right, right just put a green screen up mm. and just have that. It was very jarring in some of those aspects, really. I get it, obviously, the one when they're travelling and stuff, that's fine, because that's been used in a load of films, you know, when they're pretending yeah, yeah. to drive in the that's studio. Fine. And that's fine. But even when they're just on like what in, looks like a street, like you say, yeah. and then it's kind of like they couldn't be bothered to have a an instance where... 
you know, get some crowd people or whatever mm. for a market stall. They had to get something, some other footage from another bit. It's and it still just looked half-assed. really like very obvious. Yeah. But some parts weren't like that. So it was like, I don't understand because then other bits are. And it's like, why are we doing two different things here? Why can't we just be coherent? And yeah, it's almost like, oh crap, I've got to, this isn't going to work for this scene. We're going to have to shoot this again. Or like, mm. oh, we can't do that now. Just get this screen up and have done with it. Move on next. But what I didn't realise going into this and after the fact looked into it thinking, I'm sure like the man who knew too much, Hitchcock did, but I saw like a different poster and it turns out that this is a remake that Hitchcock did himself. It's like the only one he's example of a film where he's had to remake a film of his own back catalogue. It was something, it was one that he did in like the early 1930s. Mm when he was kind of just starting out. I think this was down to studio pressure, like like contractual demand from Paramount to, you know, like, well, you've got to make another film. Turn it out. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, um, I guess I'll make this one. Because, you know. And bunging James Stewart, because obviously he's a big name at that point. Yeah, he's worked with him in other films and stuff. Like, he's just, I think, more like for a... Like you think that modern stars of of today really kind of like for yeah. that, to appeal to that audience at that time, like oh wow, if if you've got James Stewart in it, yeah, like me, I was like oh James Stewart, I was like yeah, I'm sold. Normally his characters are so lovely and humbling, and this character was just a bit of a pain in the ass. Like his son in the end has been kidnapped, and you don't don't really see them really caring. Like they don't seem that upset by it no definitely not no it's... it really seems odd i mean i don't I, I can't comment on what the 1930 version was but i think what i read was it was a daughter instead of a son well, so um, that makes it worse <laughs> <laughs> but i think she was a bit older as well i think uh, okay but, so it could but be a like bit a more teen teenage not like a young lad but, yeah but um yeah it, it, they didn't seem that concerned no. like you say about it or a lot of contrivances with how the plot worked, where they somehow knew where he was in the entire world. Like, oh, well, he's... He's in England. He's like, radar sense or something. Like, he's gone there, something. I mean, Doris Day, as the mother, kind of seemed like... She seemed, like, sort of worried and sympathetic about the situation and everything. James but... Stewart, though, like, how lovely is he in A Wonderful Life? Like, he's the best dad even though he yells at, like, Zuzu and he's, like, you know... That's in the moment where he's down in his luck. He's had yeah. he's been beaten out of him and stuff, and it's he's but just had it hard all his life, essentially. He's a lovely dad. He is, and, like, is one of those kind of, like... Hmm. And this, it doesn't seem to be much connection with the child or anything, and it's just a bit, like... Hmm. It just doesn't seem the nicest of characters. He's very self-absorbed. And loves to talk about himself. That's like when he's on the bus. And obviously the guy helps him kind of calm the situation down with his son taking the veil off. And then it, he's asking him all these questions. Mm-hmm. And like Doris Day's character says, well, you might as well just handed him your passport kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And it just feels like they get into this situation that they don't need to be in mm-hmm. by just being too trusting. Like there's one point of, oh, yeah, my kid's going to the market. Oh, we need to go to the police station because what's his face now has been killed in yeah. front of the child mm-hmm. if that were my child and my child had just wit- witnessed a man dying I mean, yeah i wouldn't believe in him with some random strangers just, that i've just met on holiday you would you don't do that do you no certainly not in this day and age 
you know, Madeline McCann kind of screams yeah. to me here. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Literally, one night they were leaving him in the hotel, and I was like, "Are they not going to have someone yeah. look after him?" But apparently, a babysitter yeah, was coming. coming. Yeah, and it's like, who hires a babysitter abroad? You don't know them. Like, mm. if you can't be bothered looking after your child while you go on holiday, let a grandparent look after it and go on holiday yourself. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. It was like the child should just have stayed at home with grandparents if they it had had any. I don't know. And the film would not exist, and then it'd be fine. Can't believe we're talking about this on my birthday special. I can't believe the film's called The Man Who Knew Too Much, when he, James Stewart's character, kind of like didn't know a great deal about the the, the <laughs> culture. The, when he was, particularly when he was in the the restaurant, he was trying to like. Get oh, that reminded the, me of you. The, the the seat and everything, and or like the how the you know the. Um, how they eat with the fingers. fingers and stuff and all that kind of mannerisms at the yeah. table and st- stuff yeah it was like you when we were in japan crossing your legs yeah i'm not good with you're not on very the floor. flexible and it just my legs get dead and it's <laughs> really uncomfortable <laughs> uncomfortable oh, no bless you can't do that but those the seats that we sat on look really less like almost like a kid's chair like you just sink mm. into them and just like just not firm enough not comfortable yeah. and too low down mm. if you've got long legs he looked like um Waweji, you know when he's on the bike yeah his legs are <laughs> yeah, up here yeah, yeah but he does the james shoots character does get he kind of gets worked up about unimportant things but i could say that about myself to be honest like yeah, yeah get that way about it. <laughs> I'm glad you said it and not me. <laughs> I was thinking, hmm. It's like, did I just leave it for just the don't get help about? Well, like, there's a fly and you're like, why? And it's like, well, it flew through the window, that is why. <laughs> yeah, we've got the whole world to fly around in. But you're yelling what? at it, like, yeah, no, but it's it like, can't hear you. No, I know that, but it's it's just the annoyance <laughs> because it's like, oh, where have you gone? I'll sit down, it'll fly past me again, I'm like... <laughs> right, I've tried to like fly spray, and, and they they're kind of more annoying now because they t- they don't have the buzzing sound anymore. It's like they've, <laughs> they've, evolved. they've evolved to not make that sound, <laughs> just to annoy people even more. It's you like have a oh, thought, Paul. It might be your hearing. No, and you're getting old. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> so, what does James Stewart's character get heads up about then? Like the fact it, that he was. He, um, the guy, what, what was his name now? I don't feel like we need to do names. We can. Just... The, the guy who gets knocked off, basically. Uh, uh, Mr. Sorry, B, no. I've wrote down. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, why. no, sorry. Louis Bernard, I think it was. Oh, there was we go. Like That's that. why it's Mr. B. Mr. B. <laughs> he said, Oh, no, sorry. I've got to. I can't join you for dinner. And then all of a sudden they see him in the same restaurant mm. with a. Somebody else, and he's like, "Oh, well, thanks for blowing us off," kind of thing. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna say something." It's like you met him just <laughs> yeah, today. It's not like his like, best busy mate, so yeah. No, like just let it go. It's fine. To be fair, if I were on holiday, I wouldn't be wanting to be socialising with everybody. I'd be like, I'm on holiday just with the person mm. I'm on holiday with. I don't need to be making friends and all of this. Like, fair enough if I bump into somebody, but I wouldn't want to be going out every night with them. No. Like when we were in Japan, we made some really nice connections there. That was part of a tour group thing anyway, so that's And that was lovely. But we still made sure we had our own time as well, which is what you should do as a couple. Uh One of the things that kind of, if I found funny when Bernard's obviously assassinated and he's whispering to James Stewart, what was he called? Ben. Ben, yeah. McKinnon? McKinnon? Oh, I don't know. We'll call him Ben. Or James Stewart. Let's just go James Stewart. Yeah. It basically is. And um 
what it whispers to him. And then later on, we get a, a note that kind of is like shown on screen, and you're supposed to read this. The the audience, this is obviously they like hold on for quite a while, thinking, but I can't read this scrawly writing. Like, how would in the cinema, like, like no time to decipher no. what that reads. I was trying to like, we actually I could paused, pause. yeah. But then I didn't know later on in the film that you were going to read out that anyway. So, like, what was the point? Well, yeah. It could have just not And we bothered. got it wrong. A slight bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, But more or less, I got kind of like, okay, I think that says assassinated or... It was very, very scrawly. Yeah, it was. Okay, you may as well have just not shown the, the note on screen if yeah. you're going to read it out later. Agreed. So, daft. But it's like effort, the extra effort I didn't even need to do. I think all of it was a bit of a yeah. extra effort that we didn't need to do watching this film, and I'm yeah. really disappointed. Mm. I am. It was. I was like, I don't know why we're watching this, and it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, like I say, I did Shush pick you. something else initially, and um, but who knows? Well, I come to us at a different point, and, be and like, then I'll be like, "Ha, ah, Paul." Uh, it doesn't matter anyway. A man yeah. who knew too much was better. <laughs> I can't I think. Doubt it. Yeah. And the fact that he's James Stewart's getting Doris Day to um like oh you need to take these pills to make her feel calmer and everything yeah. like to subdue her just to tell this information about oh her son's been kidnapped and everything because he was a doctor wasn't he yeah yeah so like, just just relax just have to take take some pills it seemed a bit more like arsy about it like you know a bit more controlling than kind of the nice James Stewart character I adore mm. and. Obviously, Doris Day's singing in this was... I feel like that's the only reason she was put in the film, though. Because mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm only going to do this if I get to sing. Because, yeah. what's it? Say, Sarah, Sarah. Which Whatever I think she, will be, will be. be. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit at the beginning when she's singing that with her boy, uh, Hank. It's the kid's name, by the way. Oh, yeah, because he appears a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> Kidnapped half the time. No, no, but that comes to light later in yeah. the film. Uh, eventually end up somehow magically knowing he's in England. So to England we go. And this it seems very out of place for a Hitchcock film to have like a this comedy bit where he's finding out the what's it, Ambrose Chapel. Ah. It's like a person called Ambrose and like to this taxidermist place. <laughs> and then there's all this comical bit of trying to like stop oh. him Getting out of the plate or something, having a kerfuffle. And then, and then they're trying like, to move the taxidermy kind of... It's like a swordfish or something oh, in his way. And then, and then some else. tiger. Yeah, and like, it was like... like did did they, someone get their arm stuck or something? Yeah, at one point. Like... And I'm like, what am I watching? And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, this is not right. Like, and... It turns out to be a red herring. So I guess there's that, but... Well, no, because doesn't it sound like a chapel would be a chapel? No, I heard somebody called Ambrose Chapel. You know, as a name. That's a surname, as in a surname. Still, it, I knew it was going to be a place and not a person. Oh, so you you did know that, did you? You, you? you knew that they were in the wrong place. Yeah. You didn't say anything when we were watching the film. Well, no, because I was too busy cringing <laughs> with the whole stuffed animal scene that didn't need to be there. It cut, could have cut off like at least twenty minutes. With all that. And then the people in their apartment, like, I don't get this. Like, they had people over. It's, I wouldn't be like, oh, you just sit in my apartment and stay there. I know, especially considering the situation they were in. They were all, like, calm and things as if, like, oh, nothing's ever happened. They're very cool, calm and collected about it all. You know, someone's yeah. kidnapped and, like, oh, yeah, But they didn't fine. want to lose face, did they, and tell people? No, but, but no, they, like, 
not even like a, oh what's wrong you look like a bit flustered or anything like that no. you're like upset no they didn't seem nothing it just seemed really bizarre no. and then i'd have been like oh well we best be going so you need to get out of my flat no, no stay there stay there and then then obviously doris day goes and then james stewart comes back and they still stay there for the amount of time yeah. that they've had all this kerfuffle and got the boy and everything and they're still there it's like i'd have been like well, where have they gone yeah, no, I don't know why they're hanging around. Yeah. Like, if they've got nowhere like else to be. if that were me, I'd be really pissed off that I'm gone to see somebody, they've walked out on me and I'm just stuck in their house yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh, haven't you got better things to do? On the fact that she, she, Doris Day's, uh, like, a famous... Obviously not Doris Day in this, but, like, a another famous singer or something in the theatre mm. or something like that, or the, some along those lines. So that's as if, like, she's a celebrity that kind of, like, Pining over to like get a glimpse of No, I feel of like it's more like they're like... on the stage with her and stuff yeah. for the friends. So it's yeah. It's, very it's very bizarre. And then don't get me started towards the end. Yeah, we'll get to that. We've got to um, church <laughs> scene, choral church. You know, like we like very typical of how I, you know, we're going to church and everyone's kind of singing in that kind of the hymns in that kind of. Depends on what church you've gone to. There's too. There's somewhere they're like a bit OTT and they're waving their arms in the air and everything. I've been to several quiet church sermons. No, I mean like a gospel one where mm. there's that re- like that's a church I'd like to go like you know singing like proper hallelujah and all that kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. but I've been and no, because then you feel like if you're not like that, then you very much look. No, but you actually feel like something from. From being in that situation, whereas this one, it's kind of like I just don't want to be here. Yeah. Type of thing. It's just it just takes me back to like friends to grandparents and stuff. I went to there when I went travelled down to Birmingham, mm-hmm. and we had to go to Sunday service there, and it was just like oh, I don't want to be here. Yeah, because kind of just like having to sing these hymns and pretend and like it was going. Uh, the best just... part was going into like the Sunday school play I bit. Weirdly enough, I didn't even like doing that. Why? Yeah. I just, I just didn't want to do it. I'd just rather be like again. I think it was my very introverted self when I was younger. And you were, weren't you? Like really young though. Like yeah. interacting with other people, I just didn't want to bother. Oh, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't mind doing that I, if it was crafty stuff. I was quite happy to be shoved mm. in there, like around Easter time. If I was making something, I was more than happy. Yeah. But the little bread and getting the wine yeah. when you're a bit older and you didn't mm. get to go into Sunday mm. school—that's when it was like. Yeah. <laughs> But the funny thing about this, I know, is just that obviously they're doing like the mock singing. It's like, oh, this is a red herring, and everything that James Stewart says. But that Doris Day like singing like properly, and then someone turns around like, "What are you doing? Like showing me up?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, you, you no can't one else be too good. No You're one else too can good sing. For this place. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of finding that amusing, really. Oh well, at least you found something amusing mm. of it. Mm-hmm. But then we get to the. Obviously, like there's an instance where they, they clear out the church because it's like he pointed out, oh, that woman, the one who would had kidnapped away in Morocco. You said like how her acting was really bad. She's like, mm. you no, know, given like, could you not like mouth it a bit better there? Yeah, you know, yeah. He's there at the back. <laughs> yeah. It didn't even look like, like she was saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one else could see her like know, saying yeah. anything to him. So, gone, mm-hmm, yeah, it should have like mouthed it very clear. Yeah, yeah. but no. Yeah. It was a bit shit, really. Mm-hmm. He gets knocked out, James Stewart does. He does? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, Doris Day tries to get the police, police. to come, but, but obviously it's a church. 
And around that time, you know, church was like, couldn't do no wrong, could it? They wouldn't think that something dodgy would happen in a church. No. Eventually get to this, back to the Albert Hall. Mm. Very meta part where the fact that Bernard Herrmann is playing at the concert hall and Bernard Herrmann is normally Hitchcock's go-to guy in terms of doing the score and everything for most of his films. So it's kind of like a, it's a nice nod there, I suppose. So it's like plastered <laughs> on the sign and everything. That was the I knew you wrote something down, but yeah. it was irrelevant to what I knew. So then this is where, basically from where the, the start of the, the film was, where the, the concert's being played with all the instruments and the choral stuff going on in ah, that. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Although Doris Day gets a free show. She just said, I'm looking for someone. And she just stands in the foyer like... Imagine doing that now, like you wouldn't get a chance to. You don't have no, to go through security. Yeah, like uh, no, excuse me, you can't stand here. You're blocking an end exit, and also you won't be getting in because you don't have a ticket, love. Yeah. And like, they'll oh, be having okay. to check your bags yeah. and everything yeah. before you get yeah. in. But her screaming kind of stops the assassination plot. The, she saves the, the, the day. Is it? Is it the prime minister? Wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. prime minister. Yeah, shot in the arm, and but he still managed to go to a party at the end of the... Yeah, it's, like, it's, oh, it's fine. It's just a flesh wound. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. If that were our Prime Minister today, you'd be, like, hearing about it for, like, weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my arm. <laughs> just brushes it off. Yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, the people who have kidnapped the boy, like, basically didn't do their end of the bargain because, obviously, yeah. they hired somebody to assassin the Prime Minister. Yeah. It's all taking place at this embassy, isn't it? It's like, oh, mm. right, I want the power to overtake... Prime Minister, so they were supposed to kill him off so I can be the Prime Minister. Whatever. So now the boy is being threatened to, to die. I don't know why he's, he has to die now because the Prime Minister didn't die, so mm. somebody has to suffer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why the little boy of all? And then the funny thing is, the woman that's been like the, in the church and pretending yeah, to be... she has a change like, of heart. No! And it's like, are you kidnapped her this entire time? What's your problem? Yeah, I don't really get what that was all about with the, the why she changed face. Toad heel, whatever, there. But uh, oh, it gets worse, doesn't it? Then as well, once James Stewart goes upstairs and he's trying to find his boy, because obviously she's singing. Oh yeah, the t- uh, couldn't do more obvious. Like, okay, Sarah, Sarah, like yeah. may as well just done that. Whatever will be. <laughs> he's probably yelling like, it just so that he, the boy could hear. Yeah. Like, oh, it's mum downstairs. Yeah. And so then, then and she, yeah, the, that woman's like, oh, whistle like to him as loud yeah. as she can or something. So and now she's she trying to be a good character. It's yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah, well, it makes sense. Maybe you should have been good from the get go yeah. and you wouldn't have been in this predicament. Mm. But come on, what are we. But then it's obviously the other, the dad of. Yeah. Well, not the dad, but the husband of the church wife mm. comes in and he's like, no, we've got to kill the boy. And he's like, kind of having a bit of a scrap with James Stewart. And then, like, what we're going to do is going to walk down the stairs and then it's the gun in the jacket that does me in. Like, it's, like, such a comedy kind of thing. Yeah. Like, pointing the gun. It's, like, obviously, no, everyone knows that that must be a gun in there. Like, <laughs> clearly, he looks sketchy as old. Yeah. But luckily, somehow, he gets pushed down the stairs. Yeah. I guess he dies. He must have snapped his neck or something. It didn't look much of a tumble, but I guess it would have been always incapacitated and that's that. Mm. And then it's kind of like a... At the end, it's like, oh, when they go back to the apartment with the uh, Hank, it's like, sorry we took so long, we had to pick up our son, and then they, it just ends. It's like, it's <laughs> like a comedy bit, like, da, 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 da. like that's all, folks, kind of. Yeah, I was glad it ended. Uh, it's just, 
It was disappointing. It really was. And for two hours, there could have been a lot cut out from it. Yeah. A lot. Hell of could a lot. have been done better. So I feel like that's like the worst out of the way. Mm-hmm. So you uh, get do you get to score first as well? Because we haven't seen it. Is that how we do these now? Yeah, I guess I'll score it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. This is how birthday specials go. I, just, I make the rules up. Mm-hmm. So I've I've kind of when I've gone through the notes on these, I've kind of made a conscious effort to write down what my rough scoring is. But I can't even say this like how low of a score for a Hitchcock film this is. But it looks like it pains I, you. It, it really does. The fact <laughs> that it's it was such a disappointment. Just me was. to pick one that would mm-hmm. be rubbish. Well, going with a six. It's generous. <laughs> no. I was toying with six point five, but I thought no. That is that is that that is just too generous. <laughs> well, what's your score then? I'm toying between two. Okay. I think it was initially going to be a five. Right. I don't think it's. And then like... reflection and part of me thinks, well, I would not watch it again. Should it be a four? But initially, oh, when I watched it, it was a five. So you're going, you're going with five. Now thinking about it, I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't spend another yeah. two hours on it so it does feel like it's it's actually going down in value instead of up okay so what is your final score 4.5 4.5 okay all right that's a knock on james stewart then isn't it nothing wrong yeah. with james stewart leave him alone <laughs> well you clearly think it is from his performance in this it's not james stewart it's not his, his fault, fault. <laughs> hitchcock yeah <laughs> all right yeah i'd say so Curse you, Hitchcock! <laughs> I'd marry James Stewart in a heartbeat if he wasn't dead. <laughs> and you were of that era. Yeah. Yeah. So he would. Fun. I'd be swooning. Posters of him. Yeah. yeah. Chucking my knickers at him. <laughs> so they'd be frowned upon back then, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, it probably would have been. Hmm. Called a right hussy. So now we go on to the film that I haven't seen and Sophie has seen. <laughs> Which is obviously not a wide window of films. <laughs> so obviously, of course, it is a rom-com comedy. Yep, and something that's been on the cards that you wanted me to see for a while anyway. So mm. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on this one. The film in question, you can gather from the title, is America's Sweethearts. So it has got another lead that I like. John Cusack. And we've got Julia Roberts. She's not the main lead, though, is she? No, but she seems to be a side kind of main story, I'd say. Because you've got two parts here, haven't you? But you've got also, what's her name? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Which, she's she's a bit of a love-hate of mine. I can't think of anything I've really seen that I've kind of enjoyed from her performance, really, she kind of just meh, yeah, indifferent to her, really. I feel like I love this film, but she's a bit of a downside on it. But I think she plays the character well. Yeah, I think that's because that's who she is. is. <laughs> yeah, this is not too far off yeah. from that. In normal circumstances, perhaps, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, going into this, mm-hmm. though, I had to note to you the fact that the director of this was the same director who did Christmas with the Cranks. Which, which didn't give me much glee because 
I don't ever want to watch Christmas with the Cranks with Paul ever again because and... you spoil it for me. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just so rubbish. Stop I ga- it. I gave the f- the film really low score. You can check that on the hundredth episode if you so wish. I'll leave. I'll leave it there. But when I told you that, it's like okay, it better not be that kind of <laughs> stupid humor. In it. Like... But thankfully, not too bad in terms of. There's some humour where it's a bit, but it's not no, constant. Not half as bad as... I don't know what he was thinking when he did that Christmas the Cranks film, really. It's nostalgia for me, so I can't... Yeah. I but can't, anyway, we're not here to talk yeah. about that. So, I think what you said to me, like, you might like this, Paul, because it's one of those kind of... You know, I'm a sucker for the, the film about a film mm-hmm. process. So you kind of got me in with that a little yes. bit. <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, that was working the favour of everything. And you've say. got John Cusack, which you do like. I do like him. He's a good. And yeah. back from he's back in the day, of the instant in a while for doing recently, stuff. Yeah, no. like so. Julia Roberts. Um, she's got a film coming out with George Clooney. She hasn't been in much recently, so I'm mm. quite excited to see that. Normally, to be fair, anything that she's in is pretty solid. Mm. And mm. I do really enjoy this film because I was a bit a bit like hmm. It's one I haven't seen in a while, but I remember my old Sophie kind of film critique self of only rom-coms really enjoyed this. Is it going to be like Dirty Dancing? Where is it, it going to hold up? Yeah. I watch it again and I'm a bit disappointed, yeah, which I wasn't. I personally thoroughly enjoyed watching this film again and I would watch it again. Like mm. I would and I wouldn't be bothered about mm-hmm. it. Knowing it for no. beat for beat would no. not be an issue. On a critical eye, though, was the things that you kind of pointed out that was like either good or bad, like any scenes or. I think the only character-wise is yeah. obviously Catherine Seeta-Jones and is it Hank or Hugh? Or Hugh? Hector. Hector. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. H. Yeah. Yeah. Them cause... two do great on me, but luckily they're not got that much airtime. That I think. Well, Catherine Seeta-Jones does. Yeah, but not together as a couple. And I think that's the bit that frustrates me the most is when they're all over one another. Mm. It does work really well with relationships and the story behind it, how people in the business can make things look and deceive it to what it is, like paparazzi. and Yeah, they're trying to spin a story to make just sell papers or yeah. just get good enough publicity for something. And oh, they're back together, or aren't they? And it kind of reminds me of like when Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears split up, Mm. because though they were like American sweethearts at one point, like that they were like the pop couple. Yeah. And obviously, once Britney broke Justin Timberlake's heart, she was like literally the bitch, basically, who had broken Mm. poor little baby face Justin Timberlake. Everyone hated her and didn't want her to be happy. And clearly wanted her to get back with Justin Timberlake, and then that would have been all okay. And that's kind of shows what this is, really, in a nutshell of a film. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying, like, when she's on a talk show, <laughs> yeah. the character of Gwen, so like, oh, no, I just can't watch the film without you being with Eddie, which is John Cusack's character. Mm. It just doesn't work. It's like there's that persona built up between the two of them from their back catalogue. You kind of see that at the beginning, like, uh, you've known them in da-da-da, and there's all these films yeah. that they've kind of been in and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's true, like, sometimes you kind of just accept actors being with other actors in the films and stuff. Like, I think there was a point when there seemed to be a lot of films, like, I think when Gangster Squad was out, 
like mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, you might have thought, oh, those two are going to get together because they seem to have, like, in a lot of films where they're in a relationship together and they're going to kind of get together that and have that kind of thing outside of filming yeah. and stuff. I know like, it does happen on sets, like, invariably there's times when people meet on set of, like, Ryan Reynolds met Blake Lively, believe on Green Lantern, and now yeah. they're married and everything. Got and children yeah. and everything. Yeah, so. But then it's like Emma Stone went out with Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, yeah, in Amazing Spider-Man mm. 1 and 2. Yeah. And, yeah, and they broke up, so, yeah, similar. So, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. It's hard being in the public within a relationship, and I think that's yeah. what this is showing. I don't really have much apart from Gwen and Hexer's characters frustrating me. I think everything else, the length of it, the character progression that we get, John Cusack's Eddie, is like, obviously, you, you team Eddie all the way. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I like his brainer. sarcastic dry tone to everything it's yeah. kind of like oh it's it's frustrations and stuff i mean it's just how he is and i do enjoy that from him think of like high fidelity and yeah stuff he's literally got. the same and but he's still that romantic as well that he's got in serendipity so you've got the two really in mm-hmm. the end you've got the both obviously don't get me wrong this is no serendipity i i did say this to you before we came in like if i had to pick between serendipity and this one serendipity gives me those feels more it's that more romantic but then yet again you've still got that weird guy in serendipity like that she dates for a bit that's in this funky band oh yeah that's and he's true. frustrating is it just because of the the foreign and it's kind of no it's but, not i mean that evening i suppose in serendipity he's trying a bit better this uh, uh, hank azari who's he does like a lot of work for the simpsons mm. stuff like you know um Mo, the bartender, and Professor Frink, and like doing those voices and stuff. It was, and then obviously at... putting on like the a Spanish kind of thing, and it's like, yeah, okay. And it works in a cartoon state because it's mm. like a caricature of that. But when you're just trying to do it in a real life situation, trying to come across, and it was realistic, stuttery, yeah. and it was kind of pretending. I had like a lisp. Yeah, yeah. and that's like, oh, oh, not funny. No. And he kept on calling um, Eddie a pussy, and pussy I hate boy, that. Yeah. I hate that. Absolutely hate the word. Ugh. So yeah, there's certain things where it's a bit cringe, but it all works to make you kind of despise certain people and really love other couples. And I think that's what I imagine would be a tough thing. Actually, is the the fact that when Julia Roberts is the sister of Gwen, mm. and that it's all like, oh, it's, it's all Gwen's always me, me, me. Yeah, and like stupid things like, "Oh, baby was judging me." Like, get over yourself, really. And oh, like, you're smoking in proximity of me, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, you really do feel sorry for. Her. But there's people like that. I'm sure it, you know. Even not even if you're blood related, mm-hmm. there's you know like runners and stuff who are just try, like absolute shit just because they they think they've got the higher ground. These higher celebrities and oh, stuff. Oh, like it's you got of, my coffee order wrong. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. chuck I it think, in face. I think, this film's trying to be like a commentary on like the movie industry and stuff. Like the fact that with the, it probably is frustrating having to do like these five minute segments of like Entertainment Weekly or whatever news broadcasting thing. Mm. Like let's have an interview with you too. Like what's coming up in the next film that you're doing and all that kind of stuff. And you have to keep those those press junkets like different. Right, right, next person in. You've mm. got to repeat the same thing over and over again. You must, must need be... to love to talk about yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's, basically. That's it. I think that's the issue as well. It does show how somebody can really love themselves to a point of where they're put on a pedestal, that they are number one, like, 
they're amazing and everything and no wonder like some of these celebrities have such a big crash and burn when the kind of the career either spindles out of control or it just fades and it's like you're not that shiny new thing anymore and that must be really hard for like mentally like to be number one and then not be like if you're just an average joe blogs for the majority of your life you know you're probably going to get by a lot better than if you this amazing superstar that you thought you was amazing and now you're working in mcdonald's or something yeah, i know yeah i think it works really well i do feel sorry for um kiki who is julia roberts that was it. I forgot her name yeah sorry she's yeah. like the lackey sort of so to speak and puts her sister constantly first and it's it's draining for her and she secretly always liked eddie as well i don't know what you thought about that relationship the fact that there was like a moment where they were obviously drunkenly kissed her mm. when she was well, four, four stone heavier. Is that about yeah. right? Yeah. She was wearing a fat suit, which kind of like kind of threw me off a little bit. Like, what the what's, <laughs> what the hell? So, what is it saying that? Oh, just because she was a bit fatter, wasn't much of an interest. I think he was. But then just... when she's thinner now, she's like, oh, you look great and everything. Then it's like I'll make a move now. I hope not. But, and then the fact that it's obviously because it's Len's sisters, like you've mm. slept with and like, bit, a bit odd. Yeah, it's like you kind to, to, of... To be doing that with... Breaking Sarah, up with me and going with Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's strange, but I think to be fair, he always probably liked Kiki. No, that's what the film is pushing for, obviously. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, it should have been me all along, really. Yeah. Because I'm always there for you in the in the, in the shadows, in the background. Mm. And you just didn't realise it because yeah. it sounded really brilliant yeah. in paparazzi and in magazines to be with Gwen mm. and he fell in love with Gwen on the on the stage which I think lots of actors and actresses do they fall in love with the character yeah, like I do early. with James Stewart mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful life that's why I love him it probably is nothing like that character you know <laughs> you know if <laughs> yeah. I ever met him like well you won't now <laughs> well when I die if I yeah. meet him <laughs> you know it's he's never going to be mm. probably quite the same but um, no. yeah you'd like to think that they are though, mm. wouldn't you Exactly like that, but then it's like you like Emma Stone, but you only like Emma Stone from what Emma Stone shows you. In in the interviews and stuff, she seems like she's kind of quirky and stuff anyway. Yeah. From that, so you'd kind of think, yeah, that's you probably, hope. yeah, yeah, that's what she's like. Yeah. But she's Obviously, an actress. You'd never see that in interviews, whether unless it's like something that's recorded off off the mm. cuff or like not. You weren't supposed to see this. Whereas someone's having an argument with someone like a stagehand or whatever, and it's like, oh well, now you see the light. Yeah. How they really are, kind of thing. There's been various instances where that's that's maybe happened. But what did you think of how it was going to end? Like, did you think the ending was going to be the way it was, or did how you do think you mean? that was a bit of a twist with the film? That obviously, oh uh, yeah, this the film whole, was like they not... haven't got the print for it, so they've got to plug it, try and sell it without seeing any clips from it and stuff. Mm. And that's why we're kind of making more of an uproar with Gwen yeah. and Eddie. I mean, I mean, I didn't know it was going to be as well, almost like documentary style behind the scenes mm. stuff. If it honestly, if that was that was released as what the film was under the title, what the film was called what? Um, oh, I did I write know. it down somewhere. I think time over time. Yeah. And like, okay, with that title, and then you just looking at what someone's just done, camcorder stuff like, oh, I'm saying this behind your back. Mm-hmm. Is that really a film? That I mean, obviously you don't see the whole, the whole yeah. thing. And it's supposed to be oh, the this guy called Hal, who's Christopher Walken's character, like amazing director, yeah, you know, whatever. win, yeah, like quirky, Oscar-winning and stuff. But 
it sounds like probably something would be appropriate on those Sundance Film Festival stuff, and it's like high praise. Like the critiques would be like, "Oh, this is fantastic! This is real emotion and kind of stuff." And then red, regular Joe public would be like, "What?" I think I quite liked it actually because it was like showing the true characters and the true selves, and I think Karma kind of bit them in the ass a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of that's fine. But I mean, in terms of like, oh yeah, like the critics when. Billy Crystal's character, Lee, he, he was like, at the very end, it's like, oh, the critics loved it and everything like that. I, I don't kind of believe that. I think that was just like a nice little tidy bow for the, mm. the film, really, to, to just say that. But you're sure it's oh, to weed them out as like being like, oh, these these people are actually really like toxic yeah. and corrupt or whatever. That's fine. But in terms of like releasing it as a marketing, as a, like, this is the film, then no. I think as well, like, though... I quite like more reality of TV. You don't. You're not one to really enjoy that. No, you don't I'm not, kind of no, watch kind of like. Boring. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to watch I want, people's I want lives. to watch to escape, really, in a, oh. a in a situation of like thing that won't happen, like a space battle or. Why do you need to escape, Paul? Is the world that bad? No, no. I just mean in like that's <laughs> that seems more interesting to me because that won't happen anywhere else. I don't need to see some people talking to like a. Uh, what's it called? Um, like talking heads, like to the camera, like, oh, me, I'm, I'm hanging out with Josh, and he's not being like very friendly towards me anymore, a kind of thing. And there's kind of like you know, Love Island kind of thing. All those, you know, the, the, what's the what's the one you're watching at the moment? I'm watching at the moment. Love is blind, Love is blind. or something like that on Netflix, and it's like, yeah, I mean, you know where it's going to be. It's either going to be like they fall out of love or they don't. It's like. He's so romantic, Paul. So romantic. Tick. I but quite it's, like it's so seeing... drawn out, though. Like yeah. they just milk it for for what it's worth. And it's like there's no need in films but, that are going. See, now for... I would probably watch the film and be like quite intrigued by it because I kind of like that thing. Whereas obviously you you're you've got different taste, but I am intrigued to know what you think mm. of this this film mm. in a whole. Your opinion does matter, and yeah, I'm no, hoping I'm you so... enjoy it. You did actually say you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought it was. Like I say, the the humour wasn't too too crazy stupid or anything like that. There's the the odd things where it's like, oh, su- suggestion, like when he's he's caught uh, Eddie's caught on camera, look like, oh, he's he's jerking off. Yeah, he's just pulled, pulling some cactus things out of his pants or whatever, and it's and like, oh yeah, they, they didn't go too stupid, like uh, like no. the security has been super reactive or anything like that or anything like that. But the dog as well was a bit of a that was a the only slight bit. Like okay, why did you if you why did Billy Crystal write that into the script? Yeah. Like, oh, a dog licking his balls. <laughs> Is that mm. some sort of fantasy he wanted to have and <laughs> just didn't want to admit it or something? I don't know. Seems a bit strange. But... And that, that that bit at the end where the dog just randomly appears in the hotel room. It's like, where did, where's that dog been the whole time? Yeah, we That was a bit that. like, I, I don't know. Because at the end, um, Eddie and Kiki are like, all right, I'm going to just take off now and live our lives or whatever. And then he's just left with that and it's a bit... Yeah, okay. Is that supposed to be just like a, a funny bit that isn't funny? Yeah. yeah. I think um, it is. I think overall, though, there's. I do like the, the sequences where, like, I think, I guess, a film head really with this, the, the, the dramatic moments that Eddie's building up in his head, like he's on a motorbike and he crashes yeah. into the restaurant. So that was our restaurant. It's like a dark and stormy night and everything. Yeah. Kind of just, just, uh, kind of thing. And there's another sequence where they meet up on the top of the hill. And it's like smoky silhouette 
moment and then he comes like oh you're gonna shoot me it's like yeah i'm gonna shoot you <laughs> and those kind of things like yeah those elements kind of thrown in to add a bit of something to it like 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 you would in a typical movie mm-hmm. scenario i think it's kind of like a almost like a cutaway like in scrubs kind of thing yeah. like imagining like oh, this is what i want to do but i'm thing, not but gonna, I'm gonna do, do it or that's happening yeah so right. it's kind of cool oh i'm glad you value that yeah it sounds promising so far mm. i feel like i'm it I really like it for the story, the moral. There's some really good character developments in it. I feel like it's fun, light-hearted. There's some cringy comedy, yeah. but it's like I had enough to enjoy. I, yeah. I think it's something like not tomorrow or anything like. But I would probably come back to it at a different day like, because it's got the, the the film angle with it. I can't believe <laughs> this. I'm literally yeah, like looking yeah, at him yeah, like my mouth yeah. is opening wide. I did have to go back through some of the the, the scorings I've done for previous like comedy films have done in the past because i feel like for me that's like a i've got a sort of a buffer like well if i gave such and such that score then it's kind of is it is it better than higher or lower than that and vice versa if i gave something quite a low score is that like did i enjoy it more than Mm. that so i'm going to put it at a seven thought i might have got a little higher really yeah Yeah. just because of the movie element i thought that would knock it up there to be fair, though. Thing, but I think that for me, that's that's quite high praise mm-hmm. for. A, I'll, I'll take it for a, for most comedies. There's, there's other ones that kind of can go above that, but that's more. They've got something a bit extra to them. This, they, I mean, this. Don't get me wrong. This did have something going for it in terms of what the film was kind of the overlying story was. Mm-hmm. So that's why, and like I say, the humor, it, what it was going for was, it it worked to a degree. It wasn't yeah. too offensive for me. In terms of what So, to be fair, mine isn't much higher. Why are you complaining then? Just because it's a film about a film, oh, so right. I thought I'd got you. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, that's Jeez. why right, I was okay. like... Oh, it's, no, you made like, it sound like... No, right. no, I'm okay. not going to give it a 10. Right, okay. Don't worry, it's okay. not It's not a 10. Right. Well, but it's still mm-hmm. a film that I really enjoy. And yeah. it's something that I will put on again, I'd watch it, and it's light-hearted, and I can relate to Kiki's character, <laughs> and... I just feel like it's one of those things where you can kind of see how the other half live. Mm-hmm. It's not like serendipity. It's There is some other ones that are knockouts in comparison. And I don't know what I scored serendipity when I did. Hmm. I think it's higher than mine, probably. I'm going to score this as an eight. Okay. I don't think it's bang on nines or tens. So I don't know if it's because of the humour or not, but yeah, it's it. that's why it's lower. So... We'll kind of try and get through the rumble of the plane while we talk about my scores. <laughs> so, yeah, so an eight, which I don't think is too bad. So I'm not slagging you off too much, but I just thought maybe 7.5 just for the fact that it's my birthday, I'm 30, and it's a film about a film. Yeah. I thought I was doing all right. No, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I would come back Have to I it. done all right with my birthday pick so far? I feel like we had a really shit one with the first one. Mm. Seven. Is it going to just get higher? Let's wait and see. And lastly, but not least, a film we've both seen. Yeah, and from the list of things I kind of threw out to you, you actually kind of sort of surprised me about picking this one, to be honest. (laughs) I used to really like this film, so when I I, I was little... about you but i I still quite have quite an attachment to the film this is kind of like a nostalgic film for me 
from when it came out when I was young. And lad, but... to be fair, this is a film which both of us have seen but not seen together. Have we not? I feel like we may have done. I don't remember. Oh. I feel like it's been ages since I saw it all the way through. Oh, okay. I, f- I feel like I know this film pretty well. I was like the back of my hand kind of. I remember really speed. enjoying it when I was little, but, but... I don't know why I do, but... I don't remember... I didn't remember it all the way through, so some of it was still an element of surprise, <laughs> like re-watching You're it like, again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So obviously yeah. the film is a process of elimination, and I'm sure all our listeners are very smart to know that we're talking yeah. about Jumanji. Yeah. Just in case you, you, yeah, yeah. you're not aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1995 film. Yes. Obviously, 90s film. Can't go wrong. I'm a 90s baby. Through and through, 90s to early 2000s, I feel like mm. they've just got it yeah. right. And when children's films were a slightly little bit darker than the, what they are today, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised, actually, I liked this when I was little. You said this to me, but I'm actually shocked yeah. re-watching it. That's what I mean, yeah. I think, you know, this isn't really something that really grabs to a, a, a young Sophie. girl's <laughs> <laughs> female audience. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did. Obviously, we have got the lovely Robbie... Not Robbie Williams. No, no he's not lovely at no, all. No, he's not. <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. God bless his soul. Like yeah. everything he does is just golden. Like he's just perfect in everything. Mm-hmm. And his humour is one that doesn't grate on me. It <laughs> is just fantastic. Yeah, that old style kind of humour. It's just something about it. He's just has a certain charm to him. Yeah, yeah he really but, does. Yeah. He's like just this magical human being. Yeah. That's just funny from the get-go. Yeah. It's quite sad, really, to think of him not being happy with himself. Which, again, like, going back to America's Sweethearts briefly about the fact that, you know, like, that's almost like a persona. Just yeah. being a comedy, I think, can be funny all the time, but in, in truth and fairness, he was really just a quite a sad person. The thing they had to keep doing that to be, like, amuse people Yeah. for his whole entire life. And it's like, no, you can't. Because they can switch off, yeah. Yeah, sad. and yeah. it's like people perceive me as this person so I have to put on this performance mm-hmm. because otherwise if they saw me really dark and upset then yeah no I can't can't be having that yeah yeah you're Robin, Robbie Williams you've got to be happy all yeah. the time he's got to be the genie yeah. pretty yeah. much <laughs> like literally everyone just thinks of him from genie from oh. the Aladdin yeah, yeah. like Mrs Doubtfire all those yeah. kind of films yeah I just feel like I've grown up with him as a child if that makes sense mm. like he's just always been there like even Flubber like I know. <laughs> Maybe not a good example, but yeah. I even love Flubber. I don't remember it now. Like, literally, I'll probably watch it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, why you mentioned yeah, Flubber. But yeah, it's very that, much. That was one of yeah. the things when I was little, I, I do remember. Yeah, I do. I remember Flubber, but I mean, yeah, w- watching it now, I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it as an adult, just like I hadn't watched this as an adult. And it doesn't disappoint. It really doesn't. It's quite dark. It's scary. And I don't want to play the game Jumanji ever. No, there, there's actual. Uh, board game made of it but it's not it won't be like a cool box or anything like that it'll just be like a normal yeah board thing, and but... no real animals will be coming yeah. and into your house yeah. and wrecking yeah. it what do you make of that as a concept interestingly enough because i'm thinking like you know the way that it's done like they kind of just materialize out of nowhere no like fanfare as such mm. or no build-up should I say because they're kind of just like they they read what this says on the little thing that comes in the middle and then, duh, they're just kind of just there, <laughs> yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. As soon as there's no, not like a puff of smoke or anything like that. Or anything no. Kind of... And it kind of, they don't really realise that that's going to happen initially. So I think it's more scary. Whereas if it was a puff of smoke or something, it's like, oh, something's appearing. Or 
I would say not a rumble, but because it does happen. But yeah. one of the things. But for example, with the with with that, like one of the things is like the stampede comes. Mm. Like where does that stampede initiate from? Because is it like a portal <laughs> that they come through? I you think know, it beca- must be. Yeah. Because because they've got to be run through from somewhere mm-hmm. initially. But how do they? Because there's always a lot of build up in one of those scenes where that happens. It's like, well, where does that? This is me just for a nitpicking how <laughs> a children's film, but it's it just uh, it makes you think on 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 some of those things like that. Like I can get like behind the when and the one of the first things you see is like the the bats. They're in like the chimney flue, yeah. aren't they? So fair enough. You, you can oh you can hear it like in the cave. But like. I feel like Jumanji is a place. Like it is a place, and it's a jungle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the board is opening up a portal. portal yeah. somewhere within the yeah, house. Yeah. And like you even said, towards the end, the house doesn't get wrecked. Like literally, once they finish the game, the house is the house. So, are they actually just in the house in the middle of the jungle? I don't know. Or is no, these no, things no, no. drip feeding? I I don't know. But I think it must be portalizing or something. It's some something that we're yeah, not yeah. seeing. It's a children's film. Not to think about too much. Yeah. Because when you were a child, you didn't think that, did you? You're just like, oh, amazing. There's some elephants now well, in the room. We're not amazing because it wasn't like a... a I just always remember all these animals and like the zebras and everything. Yeah. I just remember seeing this and thinking, this is something I've not, I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. I think much. It's, it, will, yeah, it will have been a few years after Jurassic Park came out with the special effects boom, really. Mm. So there's it a more... Like it, a... It, yeah, coming to that kind of... Like oh this is thing we can push that with the technology now with a little yeah. bit of certain things like the there's a lion in certain scenes I think you pointed out like oh yeah. is that a, like a CGI lion there but then there's like a animatronic one mm. so it's like a mix like in Jurassic Park where that kind of occurs and the animatronic one looks so much better yeah yeah definitely than the CGI. I mean like the, the monkeys do not age particularly well to be honest so I've got to say they look no. a bit rubbish but. But you just have to take it for what, what it is. is. Yeah, and at the time that was yeah. like, whoa, this is. Yeah, exactly. For like what technology they had back then, that is. <laughs> yeah. I know we're biased because we're like ninety babies. Yeah. And... Yeah, and it's something. Well, I grew you're up just with clinging it. on to being a nineties baby, aren't you? Just a little bit older. Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, 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 but you pretty much yeah. lived yeah. all the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just amazing. It really is, and I'm so glad we got to watch it together. Because I think you enjoyed it seeing me actually enjoying it mm. as well. We have also a really young... Kirsten Dunst. Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. That's her, yeah. That's She's it. so weird because it's like literally it's like she doesn't look... Apart oh, from being taller. A, is this... You're going to say like, um, what's it, Jamie Lee Curtis? What? And Christmas the Crank's like, oh, she's old from like from Halloween. Her first film's in Halloween and it's like, oh, she never aged. Yeah, it just feels like the face <laughs> is just like the same like as it is in Spider-Man. Oh, so maybe but... it's just... Is it just women kind of like, even when they're younger, they kind of they, well, they well, age can they age gracefully, can't they? Some don't, but yeah, but I think she just looks. Her, her face is really defined at such mm. a young age that it mm. just looks. Her face looks the same. Well, been like in her teens when she'll have done that mm. early teens. So at that point, you kind of have that yeah. going about you, don't you? She so, doesn't look any different. Yeah, yeah. It's just like apart from being a bit taller <laughs> and a bit more woman. Like, yeah. it's like that's li- literally it and a voice literally is just the same <laughs> I do really I forgot his name the little boy in this uh, Peter Peter yeah he is like he's a funny but also amazing like scream 
Like, ah, like it's a unique scream, I'd say. But he's so brave compared to Robin Williams' character. He is like the complete opposite of a boy for him. He tries to yeah. face up to things and he tries to do better. Whereas I think, what is Robin Williams' character called? Alan Parrish. Alan. Yeah. He is, obviously he's been picked on from a young age. Yeah, yeah. He, he has such a horrible upbringing, doesn't he, really? You do feel for him because he's got such rich parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's this Paris shoes. It's like his dad's empire, really. Of, of and it shows that. money can't buy you happiness. Like, you can be rich and have all this money in the world, but if you don't have time... For your kids, yeah. Yeah. Because they're all the big house and it's he's just eating dinner at the table. On, on his, his own. own. And then everything's like, no, no other brother or sister to play with and everything mm. like that. But, and he's bullied at school. Yeah. And his dad doesn't stick up for him. He says, like, just go Could and... Face it. Like, yeah. But he said so he didn't know that he was being ganged up on or whatever. But yeah, I'm sure that's not the only time that's <laughs> that's happened, really. But um, So, yeah, he's, you know, his father doesn't have time for his son. And that's... The reason the, why he gets stuck yeah. in a board game. He wants to <laughs> run away. And then, obviously, we've got Sarah. Yeah. Sabrina. When she oh, grows yeah, up. When she grows up, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. When she grows up. Yeah. But I do think it's the comedy in this, like when Sarah comes back and she's an older version and she's like looking at Alan like, you're meant to be dead. My therapist has told me you're dead <laughs> and that you didn't get sucked into a board game. And it just, it works. It's such good humour. It it does work. It's not cringy. It's comical all the way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's that, that, that element working for it. Yeah. 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 Even though the CDI is a bit ropey now, I still love it for what it yeah. is. I got the, the practical effects, like the plant stuff that, what, almost like an Audrey 2 type of I said that. thing. It's yeah. like, that looks pretty terrifying, actually. Like, this big thing that opens up. Yeah. <laughs> tentacles and, like, almost like insectoid type mm. of element to it. It's, it's yes, it really, like, those instances. But, like, my favourite sequence, which I think is the most effective, where they actually feel like they're in real peril, is um, when they're in the house. It's, like, all, like, the jungle vines have, like, really taken over the house after the... The water one. Yes, when the monsoon, I and and um, yeah, there's a big flooding in the, the in the ha- in the house, and these yeah alligators. And you no, know that's sorry, what sorry, crocodiles. Crocodiles. I made, she made that mistake. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that yeah. because you, you're such a crocodile kind of reptilian, yeah, yeah, geeky kind of thing, and that's something that you would always want, mm-hmm. and that's why it was like. A little boy yeah. seeing that yeah. on TV because they would be like animatronics, I would assume, yeah. and it's like we're realistic actually. Yeah, so the most realistic out of everything that was in the film, as kind of masked by water as well, that kind of helps. But I mean, obviously, crocodiles are kind of like I mean they're pretty fast in water, but you know in terms of in the environment they that they were doing there, they kind of real works really well and mm. it looks dark and gloomy and stuff. But that's what I mean about like I think you said why. Do they have to keep going back to the house yeah. to do? Because I don't know how it would work. I mean, it could work just as well if there was the monsoon that happened when they were outside somewhere. Mm. Because there would just be a rain cloud. Yeah, to anything to or the support. Or they'd be you know trapped inside like the house. Like the water can go anywhere when it's outside yeah. in the street. And also the fact that there's elements like the little tokens they have for the the board pieces when they move around the board. Obviously, like there's an instance where Peter cheat tries to cheat the game to yes. win the game, and he is like, "Oh, you're going to become the 
uh, piece on the board and he turns to a, starts to turn to a monkey. So it wouldn't it look, it look it might look a bit weird if he turned to like either a crocodile or a rhino or something like like elephant skin yeah. or something. I do think the monkey kind of is realistic as well. Like it does work for, for a humanoid. Yeah. 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 And the tail coming through and the fur yeah, yeah. on his face. Yeah, yeah. They do they do do a good job to say effects for that. Yeah. For what they've got. The only things that might not be look as good either is the, the spiders. They looked a bit rubbery. Yeah, like, yeah. D- 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 Which didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. Which I was kind of surprised. Is that because they didn't look that real? real? Yeah, no, it didn't yeah. me. The only thing I would say that did frustrate me and mm. one that I kind of cut out is the jungle man, the man that comes out, like the oh, army. Oh, Van Pelt, yeah. It's like, I think it's like an algamation of like his his fears almost of, of his, his dad. dad. Yeah, because he's like, it's the same guy who plays... I, yeah, well. I, I got yeah. there eventually, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, dad, you know, kind of like face me like a man type of thing. It's all mm. his responsibilities because he's grown up, having to grow up in the jungle from a young age and he's 26 and years. And people think his dad dead. murdered him yeah, and, and everything like that. Stories and stuff, yeah. But you need like a, a human threat yeah. rather than just animals because that'll get a bit boring. Because you can't, the just animals the character can't talk. itself is yeah. a bit like archaic and old fashioned, but I guess that's what's like replicating his, his dad hunter, yeah. as well. Yeah. One aspect of the film, in particular, kind of seems interesting, is um, the fact that Alan Parrish, once, when he's younger, he's obviously in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he comes back 26 years, the whole economy in <laughs> Brentford has gone to pot, basically. Yep. It's almost like a, it's a wonderful life scenario. Like I wish, like it, if I'd never been born, like this is what's happened to everybody. Like mm. it's all just. Well, he was meant to take on his dad's um, business, business, shoot, and business and everything. Yeah, yeah. So his dad didn't, you know, stop going to work, and then I guess because obviously, like the fact that the, it's a factory-based economy, that mm. it's like, well, if the factory's Dwindled not open, out. and then the, a lot of people are out of jobs and yeah. you know, homeless or whatever. So. Yeah, it's hard, really. The it fact is, that... but it also makes you wonder what it would be like. Let's, for example, say if I wasn't on this earth, like what wonderful life like effect would that happen? You know, do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah, it's interesting to think that, isn't it? Really? Yeah. But then you could also go down the spiral of, well, what if me and you had never met? It's quite interesting to think. Well, a we wouldn't be living here, or you no. might be, but you probably no. wouldn't have been because no. you wouldn't have known me. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. But I like the idea of the aspect of a wonderful life, but a bit more grim, I guess. I, I mean, mean, that was kind of grim, though, wasn't it? For yeah, but at least he had a little angel looking after him. That's <laughs> true. And brought him, just... brought him back to reality. Yeah. I have also established that this is now a Christmas film. Uh, you mean the very end? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when everything's all... Because fun. if you're saying Die Hard 2... Oh, no, come on. Or Die Hard 1 no, or whatever. The, the, Die Hard 2 is... You, you've said that's more of a Christmas film. That there's like snow or something you said in. Well, that. this one's a Christmas film then. If we're clutching at straws and no, saying, Dad, no, no, one no, is no, as no, well, no, no, and no, there's no. a Christmas tree in it. This has a Christmas tree. Not and... for one scene. Yeah, it's Christmas. No. It's a Christmas film, everyone. You can watch it now at Christmas. You're welcome. Well, you can. You can watch. People watch like Willy Wonka. They also watch always, and I don't know why. Wizard of Oz. Seems I think it's just one of those thing. classic films, that's why it, it is. But it is, it's a Christmas film, and it, I didn't realise it ended this way. I can't remember how it ended. You, you, you'd forgotten that they finished the game. I think they finished the game, but I didn't realise that, obviously, they save the, the children's parents, because obviously that 
Peter they, and Judy. Yeah. yeah, they don't. The parents don't die now, and they don't let them go what, on yeah. holiday wherever or on a work trip. Change the timeline. Yeah. They don't live in the house um, because obviously Alan's still there, yeah. and he marries Sarah, and yeah, and they inherit, inherit the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then there's Christmas, and they're serving like food, and obviously, you know, I'd love to have like one of those amazing American Christmas parties. What do you think of the clean-up afterwards? Oh, no, I'd love to attend one. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I'd say host one. Oh, no, no, no. I just want to go yeah, to yeah, one. Yeah. Like, you've got some American friends. You work, you're American boss. Let's go over and just gatecrash some Americans Christmas party. <laughs> and then everyone lives happily ever after, pretty much. Oh, well, we accept then somebody else discovers or the, the boat gets washed away Yeah. Uh, in another far-off distant land. I don't, I don't think... know where the language of the... The, the the place that it lands it ends up on a beach somewhere, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it is. There a Jumanji too? Well, they made those one with with the rock next level, or whatever it's called. Oh, but Kevin no. Hart. So I've kind of boycotted them. I don't want. Re- I mean, I think we did start it, but it's like I can't get into this because it's like was Amy Pond in it as well? Yeah, she was. Yeah, and Jack yeah. Black. Yeah, but they I made love two Jack of Black, those. But I just I can't because this is such a classic. I feel like. It was one of those things that didn't need to be modernised. No. Like, oh, it's a, a computer game now. That's That yeah. was the spin they did Just with it. Just making it more, like you Hip. say, modernised, r- relatable, because, oh, what is a board game? Because, you know, people don't play on them, do they, anymore? No. Like, I, still, I used I still... to love Operation. Like, I... So I like to play Scrabble. Guess who? Mm. Like, yeah. I used to love that game when I was little. Or Connect 4. These games that you just... Mm. Frustration yeah. as well. Oh, I don't know about Guess Who, because you can do that in, like... Well, that's you... very boring. It's like, oh, has it, it got is glasses? Oh, yeah, that's half the board gun. It's like, oh, the... it's done, right? And that's that's, that's killed five minutes. I think minutes. I used to lie to my sister. Like, she'd say, <laughs> has it got glasses? And I'd, I'd be like, it had. And I'd say, no. <laughs> that's just mean. <laughs> so she'd be, like, still not flicking anyone down. <laughs> so the game would go on a bit longer. And then I'd win. Mm-hmm. Battleships as well. I used to love that. Was, that's a good game. Yeah. yeah. See, all these games that people are missing out. out, out now out, you have to just play on the... If it's not on a screen or on a console, mm-hmm. on your PC, on your phone or whatever, then they're not interested. Yeah. Yeah. I'm When we have a child, I'm going to buy all these shitty games. <laughs> Did you ever used to play the kangaroo one? Bookaroo. It's a donkey. Donkey. Um No. But I know, but oh, like oh Kaplunk, Kaplunk have played. Yeah, it's those. Kaplunk. It's a similar thing to um, kind of like with the Buckaroo, where it's like a tight, like you've got to be careful, you've got to pull, or like Jenga, you've got to be very careful how you strategically uh. pull these the uh, plastic rods out, and the thing other than oh, then the I things collapse out of it or something like mm. that. Those kind of things. Yeah, even snakes and ladders. I know that's so daft. It's so simple, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Or checkers or drafts or whatever you call yeah. it. Mm. Oh, that game. Yeah, it's got to keep those those games because they kind of get forgotten to time, just yeah. like anything. Like like films that get forgotten to time. If you don't keep them in circulation and stuff, they kind of just get lost, and then mm. people forget about them. And they just churn out the CGI crap. Yeah, <laughs> comes out. So, um, who? How are we scoring this? Who scores first? Because obviously it's a film we've both seen. I think I've got to let you go first. Okay. This time. Just, I know it might not be the way we do it normally, but well, it's my birthday, yeah. So I'll yeah. I'll go, yeah. Since I think you've done both, yes. The other two, yes. So okay, okay. So 
this score is going to include nostalgia. It's yeah. going to be biased because it is a 90s film and it's got the classic, lovable Robin Williams in mm-hmm. that we all adore. I can't give it full marks, but it is a high score. And I think it's obviously, this. there is things that are not perfect with it and I'm okay with that. I'm fine with okay. it because of the age of it. And yeah. I think at the time it was magical and mythical and it was enticing as a child to watch. Definitely was, yeah. And even as an adult, it still doesn't lose value. It's not one of those where it's just when you're a child, you like it, and then you grow up and you don't. You still enjoy it. Like, you could put it on with your own children and still enjoy watching it. Yeah. And I'd, I'd just probably watch it if I didn't even have any children like we just did. And I would watch it again. I can't say I wouldn't. Mm. I can't really fault it apart from that horrible shooty man guy. Just because he's a bit, like, off his rocker. Pretty much, like, he's, like, insane. Like, he just wants to kill people. Or him, specifically. Yeah. 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 So, for me, it's a big, solid nine. Wow. (laughs) I'm very biased. It's very much nostalgia-driven. It just Mm. feels like one of those things where you used to watch it with your mum and dad and you were little, and just feels quite heartfelt for me, Mm. still, now. And I really enjoyed coming back to it. Just brought back all those feelings. Right, Okay. I think if I was being really critical, yeah. it probably would be it knock it down a score or two. Right. But nostalgia bumps it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because I've done. Well, I've done. I know I've done things in the past where I've gone if it's critical and then a higher one for the actual mm-hmm. thing. Where Pokemon springs to mind. Yes, that. I was thinking um, that. Yeah. So. I feel like yeah, you you're like I sort of say maybe reevaluating a little bit because I'm thinking like. <laughs> I feel like I should, I should give it a, a higher score than I initially was going to go with because, like I say, there's there is a a big nostalgia factor for on this. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it it's almost like a comfort film for me. Yeah, I get it that. Feel, it feels that way. Like it's just like I say, I know it very very well for whatever reason, and it it doesn't get boring on rewatches. You know the amount of times I may have seen it based on on that and. Um, and it's got elements that I really like. There's practical effects as well that really work. Mm-hmm. They still hold up pretty well. CGI, yeah, again, ropey, but again, that CGI is just one of those things that always, there's always going to be a step up in eventually, yeah. but it's, you know. It just ages. I, it, I can't, you can't knock too much off it for that. For its um, time, it will have been time. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I will go with 8.5. Woo! Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. So we got. Yeah, I think it. it I think the point five is more of a nostalgia factor. It would yeah. probably be eight, really, if I was going to do it. But I'll, I'm going to put it eight point five because Yay! it's just something I just really enjoy. I feel like I've I've redeemed myself. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but no, you've you've done good in picking some variety of of different films, especially obviously Jumanji we just talked about. There was meant a lot to me. Still, kind of still does. From back in the from back in the day, <laughs> and um, I know obviously the first one, the Hitchcock one we watched was not a great success, but we didn't know. We assumed, I guess, with high, you know, director like that with such a claim that yeah. would be there'd be all be winners, but um sadly that's not the case in that <laughs> instance. But and the, the the one you picked out that I hadn't seen I enjoyed. So yeah. I'll take it. I feel like this has been one of the strongest birthday specials for me that you've actually enjoyed the majority of the films. One was really poor, but I've got some Good scores from you, so I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm 
very happy that you're happy. <laughs> and happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so, so everyone, please do wish Sophie a happy birthday. Big 3-0. Big 30th. Yeah, I've been yeah. on this planet for 30 Jeez. years and you've known me soon for 10 of them years. Yeah. Aren't you blessed? <laughs> yeah, and many more years to come, yeah. I'd say. So it's, it feels like it's coming my, my month this month, obviously, September month, and then big October month, the big wedding. Got his first wedding gift the other day. So well excited. Mm-hmm. So it was lovely. So also it's film related as well because it's a rose plant that's called It's a Wonderful Life. And I mean, how sweet is that yeah. anyways? Yeah. But also the fact that we both love that film. Yeah. That film. Yeah. Like literally Paul cries every time. And then Paul <laughs> crying makes me cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it's Mark's favourite film as well from 100 Things. Well, he's got home. good taste. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't he? Yeah. Just shame when we review films that with him. They're <laughs> never that good. Well, I don't know. We covered Jurassic Park with him, so. Yeah, but that was on his. Yeah. And then we did... Robocop. T- yeah. I was going to even say the wrong film then. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I don't want to say. Uh, no, go on. No, you're going to pick on me. Okay. okay. Say it. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> Well, hopefully you've enjoyed what we've covered as reviews on this episode. And if you would be so kind as to go and listen to some other episodes of ours, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And if you want to give us a message, follow us, listen to anything that we're posting or updating you on anything like that, then obviously we are on social media. So you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I forgot that one then. <laughs> God, ropey. Under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Any nice comments, anything that you want in to kind of review. Obviously, we're kind of getting up to the run up of the wedding. But obviously, once we pick it back up, any ideas and suggestions, we can always <laughs> take those on board. And then it'll be Christmas. Yep, it will be. This yes. is why I planned the wedding in October. <laughs> yeah, sure is. Sure is the reason. <laughs> so that we didn't yeah, have to, yeah, to do so... the podcast. I don't think we even do the podcast when we planned this wedding, to be fair. No, I don't think we, we weren't. No, no. So we booked, <laughs> so... We, so no, it's no, not. No, it's not. So it's definitely not the reason. No. Yeah. It just sounds good. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we'll, there'll be one more after this episode for the month in mm-hmm. September, and then we're taking a short break, understandably, for final preparations with things. Honeymoon's part of that, and then we will come after a long break, be refreshed and everything. As married couple, will come back. Aww. A... Better be as good, a... the first married couple one that we're going to watch. <laughs> no, no, no pressure, Paul. Yeah. Can we just review Singing in the Rain again? No. Ah. No, sadly not. I've watched that again. Well, we can do. There's no, st- no stopping you. It's overdue. No, we saw it recently. I know, it still feels overdue. <laughs> So, before we go, any five-star reviews are always welcome. And any high praise for Sophie, welcome also <laughs> on the social media posts, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Messages to, to wish her happy birthday, once again, would be Aww. spot on. So, yeah, show her support on for being backbone of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the annoyance. <laughs> the one that just gabs. <laughs> but yeah. If you want to wish me happy birthday, I'll I'll be happy. (laughs) Thank you, hopefully, in advance. (laughs) 
will be the day when this comes out. So yeah, it will. Should be doing so. Be an old lady then. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much once again for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.